0: Love talk Radio. Welcome to Focus on Albany. I'm Cynthia Pooler. My guest today is Doug Bullock and Doug is going to talk about universal health care and what's going on with COVID. So, Doug, have you been busy working on this issue?
1: Uh, I sure have, and so is everybody else in this country. They're busy suffering from this issue, and it didn't have to happen.
0: Okay. So you think universal health care will alleviate the problem of the number of deaths and sicknesses that are going on right now in January of 2022?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I do. Uh, we're we're peaking right now. We've reached the peak. I don't know if we've come over the top, but we're really close to it. But uh, we've never had more infections uh, on the COVID scene than than right now. We've, we're hitting a record number. Uh, sure, there's less deaths, but uh, there's more sickness. So, you know, one of, one of the main reasons people do not get a shot is they don't have health insurance and why don't they have health insurance because we have a private for-profit health insurance industry that doesn't cover uh, close to twenty thirty million people in this country and in the uh... the number is in the millions in new york state so uh... one of the things that people would have done what uh, it, 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 if they were under a single-payer health care system like the New York Health Care Act advocates uh, and will do, is uh, they will all be covered. Everyone is covered. So we cover everybody, and it's very important in terms of a pandemic to cover everybody because as long as somebody's got it, anybody can get it in terms of COVID.
0: Okay, but – but when I got my vaccinations, I went to the Times Union Center. I sat there when it was my turn. I got vaccinated, and they never asked for my my health insurance. And I believe that the the federal government is picking up the tab on this one. So I think everybody who wants to get vaccinated can do so without worrying about whether they're insured or uninsured, right? Well, that's
1: absolutely true, but uh, they still have doubts on it because uh, people that, that are uninsured think they, can, they can't uh, get it. So, you know, it's still a fact. I mean, uh, what, one of the problems here with having a, a for-profit health care system is that you have to fund these uh, giant monopolies that control the uh, pharmaceutical industry like Pfizer and, and uh, Moderna. And uh, there's three companies that control the entire uh, industry. So our uh, system okay. provided funds for these vaccinations in the tunes of billions of dollars in profit for these uh, giant monopoly uh, pharmaceutical corporations so you know that that's that's the real problem why people can't get it is the supplies have been shortened by these monopolies they do not have any any uh coverage out of the united states very few vaccinations from these giant companies have gone to out of out of uh out of the country. And that's a real problem because, you know, that's just going to keep the pandemic spreading. But uh, more than that, uh, these these companies have cut off supply uh, production, production in terms of supplies of this vaccine in different parts of the world. So it's it's really a problem when we have a private for-profit system to get a vaccination. And and as you see, uh, Cynthia, there's still, you know, 30% of the people are not vac- fully vaccinated, even in uh, New York State. So, you know, there's a lot of resistance still going on, and, and the resistance is political, which is a, a shame. They, they politicized the vaccination program, which is a, a, a real shame. If you want me to go into that, I'll tell you
0: how. The the 30% of people who are not vaccinated, they're doing so at their own choice. It's not like they don't have, uh, they might have health insurance and they might not. But you can't say that that hinges on health insurance when it's a personal choice, right?
1: It's a personal choice. For sure, it's a personal choice. But, but you know, the, my point about health insurance is not everybody's covered, and so people people don't have it. Many people don't have it. So you know, those are the people that are avoiding vaccinations. Some of the people that are the other people are doing it politically. You know, the uh, the Trumpers out there uh, railing against vaccinations. And the Trumpers have been doing this since the beginning of this pandemic. And they haven't stopped yet, which is outrageous. You know, we're peaking now, and these, these uh, Trumpers are, are not uh, advocating vaccinations. Uh, they're, they're advocating against it. So, you know, we've got a real problem with the corporate media also. The right-wing media uh, helps uh, people uh, avoid vaccinations. And uh, you know it encourages them, and and it reports uh, you know in an entangled uh, you know unsophisticated, uninformative manner. The, the corporate media in this country is not informative at all; it's propaganda.
0: What would you
1: What would you like to see them say? I would like to see them say. Uh, like other countries do, uh, valid reporting on this as a, a scientific issue and not a political issue. I'd like to see them say, you know, people are, are using this politically to, uh, you know, to uh, gather votes in certain red states. And if you look at the map, most of the people back. Are not vaccinated are coming from red states, so I'm not saying all Republicans are not vaccinated. What I'm saying is a majority of people that are resisting are republicans
0: now now right here in in our Albany, you know we've got meds, and I'm sure that the uptake uptake in cases. Due to this new variant, might be straining the staff at Albany Med. How is the administration dealing with that?
1: Well, I, I don't think they're they're dealing with it uh, very well because not everybody in Albany Med is vaccinated either. But uh, you know, one of the problems that we've had with it with with the uh, Albany Med was the personal protective equipment, personal protective equipment wasn't being made available and they were forced to reuse and reuse and reuse. Right. Uh, they've, <clears throat> the supply crunch has stopped in that regard, but still they need a policy where, uh, you know, they need an even policy across the board on this COVID pandemic and they don't have that. They they need uh, something uh really uh that that puts this the the Russia on their uh beds out front uh I think Albany med you know we don't have uh well I forgot the hospitalization number right now its it's it's very high it's in the hundreds right now, but I don't think they're overstrained, and I don't think uh St Peter's is overstrained too, so you know we got two hospital uh <laughs> complexes in in the capital district, St. Peter's and Albany Med. It controls just about everything, every hospital. But, um, you know, that that system, too, has got to be done capital district-wide, not hospital by hospital by hospital. These hospitals have got to get together and come, come across with a common policy, a strong policy against this COVID epidemic. Strong medical policy, and they all got to do it together. But you're not—you're not seeing that, Cynthia. That's—that's that's what's wrong with the, the program. The, uh, the—not uh, the program, but the healthcare system. Private for-profit—it just doesn't work.
0: Okay, but the day after Thanksgiving is the first time I heard about this new variant. Omicron? Omicron. Okay, so We're in the
1: Omicron. The previous one was the Delta variant. Right. And The Delta was much but, deadlier, but the Omicron spreads much faster, much more contagious.
0: Okay. So the, I, first heard about, I first heard about it the day after Thanksgiving. It has spread like wildfire and... Yep. You know, I I put the TV on and they say that the, you know, the hospitals are being, you know, overburdened, overtaxed by all of this stuff. Why do you think this spreads so quickly, whereas the other ones didn't? I know you're not a doctor, but, you know, I think it's worth thinking about.
1: Well, it's much more contagious, and uh, the research shows, the numbers show that right now that Omicron is much more contagious. But um, in terms of uh, effectiveness, in terms of uh, illness, it's not as bad. But it's still bad. People are still dying from it. So, right. you know, as a variant, uh, what they're saying now is this might go through the entire population. Uh, Omicron Correct. Before we're done. So okay, you know, if that happens, about, we're, we're done. Everybody's uh, everybody's vaccinated. So I, I don't have to worry about people not being vaccinated anymore.
0: Because I heard on TV yesterday that Fauci was saying, without a doubt, everyone in this country will contract the coronavirus. And yeah. if, if everybody, everybody does, how many more sicknesses and deaths will we have?
1: I don't know. It depends on whether another variant breaks out, Cynthia.
0: Right, right. So, you know, I
1: think we're over with it. Once this peak comes down, I think in a couple weeks you'll see the peak come down drastically. It started in Albany County. I was looking at the numbers today, and they've definitely lessened in terms of infections. So you know that's good. That's really good because that's that's what it was. Omicron was breaking records
0: on the number
1: of infections.
0: Right. Uh, they're saying that it's not as deadly, but it, it's more contagious. Right.
1: Yes, for sure.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: And that's why Fauci so saying everybody's under- going to get it. it. It's a possibility. Right. I think that'll happen. I think that'll happen, and we're going to be out of this for a while until a new variant so, comes around. Right. So, you know... But it's been um, billions uh, of dollars in profits for these healthcare care uh, private corporations like Moderna and Pfizer have got the most, but still they, they control the entire industry. I'd, I'd like to outline with you, while i got time here, uh, my solution to uh, this entire plague, and that's the New York Health Act. Go ahead. So if I can, uh, if you want to be patient. Sure. Thank you. Uh, it's legislation that will create a universal publicly financed health care system in New York with guaranteed comprehensive uh, benefits. It covers all primary, specialty, emergency, and preventative care, mental and reproductive health, dental, vision, hearing, prescription drugs, and long-term care with no network restrictions or out-of-network charges. There will be no premiums, no co-pays, no deductibles, In other words, zero out-of-pocket expenses for people. Study after study has shown that the majority of New Yorkers pay less than they do now for better benefits. Every New York resident will be covered under the New York Health Act, and it even covers out-of-state residents. Health care will no longer be tied to employment. Your employer will no longer insure you. Your un- Unions fought hard for benefits, and they shouldn't disappear when someone loses their job or gets sick. With New York Health, you can change jobs, go on strike, or even retire without putting your benefit at risk. I think that's really an important uh, saver for unions, especially uh, union members that have to continually bargain for benefits at the table uh, for these uh, comprehensive and uh, health care programs. So, and it, this includes long-term care also. So uh, the New York Health Act definitely has long-term care. And uh, like I said, it, it brings bargaining for basic health care coverage will no longer be the cause of strikes and, and other uh, labor. Uh, lockouts and, and concessions, uh, health care benefits will be off the table. And that's the most important thing for unions to realize, that they will no longer have to bargain for uh, health care at, at the, uh, at the uh, table, at the negotiating table with their employer. And the employers will no longer be carrying the health care system. This is going to save the county of Albany billions, millions of dollars in the city of albany and the counties around the capital district
0: do you think anybody's listening
1: i hope people are listening to this program because uh you know this bill is is very important uh they're listening in the new york state senate we have a major, majority of people sign on to this Oh, good. Okay.
0: Okay. So what do you think the the possibility of this being enacted is?
1: Well, um, you know, excuse me. Um, The senators didn't bring it to the uh, floor last time and they're going to they're gonna have to do it this time because there is a majority that have signed on. And it has passed the Assembly for about 19 or 20 years with a big majority. Uh, of course, you've got a lot more Democrats in, in the Assembly. But our biggest obstacle is gone, and this is why I'm really enthused about it. Our biggest obstacle was Cuomo, and he's gone. I think we can move opal into supporting it i think she has enough compassion and not enough pull like cuomo had from the uh... health uh... corporations so I mean, it's, it's really uh... it's really has a possibility this year to pass the assembly and the senate and, and get signed on and um, you know just saw this morning that uh, California's Health Care Single Payer Act is moving right along in California. So I think things, the, the most progressive states have the solution here and they should do it as long as the federal government is incapable of doing it.
0: But we have Biden as president now. You would think that some of the stuff that you're saying will be enacted, right? Yeah, you would think that he
1: could do that in the Build Build Back Better Act. And he he has put some of the things that I've mentioned here uh, with the New York Health Act uh, into place in in the BBB. So people, you know, should take a close look at that. I think it's going off the table right now, Cynthia. But, you know, nobody's uh, really pushing for it. And and the big thing, and the thing around – uh, Martin Luther King Day is, is the uh, Voting Rights Act, the John Lewis Voting Rights Act. That's become number right. one on the table in the federal government. So, and I agree that it should be passed first because we're running into uh, too many strings on on the BBB. Too many conservatives that want to squash it <laughs> because it it has such progressive things in it like tax the rich and stuff like that that the corporations don't like. But uh regardless, you know. I, I think that uh you know, getting the, the uh the John Lewis voting rights uh bill passed this weekend was we're gonna they're gonna try it uh to run it through the Senate on on Monday, which is amazing. Uh <laughs> I hope they get it. Because they have so he... to figure out a way to go around the filibuster. And this will be a single item uh, that can go around the filibuster, and they did that by attaching it to another bill. They're doing that, and they're going to attach it to another bill. It has nothing to do with uh, voting rights, but uh, it's a way to stop uh, the filibusters from uh, enacting in, in the uh federal senate so i got my fingers crossed on that one too cynthia
0: so you think that that is equally as important as people getting sick and dying
1: no but the republicans won't do anything about people getting sick and dying they've made that clear uh they made it clear during the the Trump administration, that they're going to allow this pandemic to go on. And I think, you know, from a corporate point of view, it's more profitable if this pandemic goes on. People got to realize that. <laughs> you know, it's it's hard to realize anything that nefarious, but that's what's going on. Greed is 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 uh, winning over uh, health
0: care. How, how can you say this is a Republican-Democrat issue? A what? How could you say that? How could you say it's a Democrat-Republican issue?
1: How can I say it? I, I, I say it's an issue because it has become an issue. It has become a political issue. I didn't want it to be a political issue in terms of COVID. I never wanted it to be a political issue. It should be strictly a scientific issue, and everybody cooperates. Unbelievable that that they allowed this uh, to be a political issue, and that's the way they're going to keep it going. They're going to keep it going as a political issue. So that more profits can be made by Moderna and by Pfizer and the like, because they're so, all tied to when, these corporations. They're all right. funded by them.
0: So when our you our system were, of uh,
1: democracy's got to change, and I think it's a big step that the John L. Lewis Voting Rights Act will be passed. It will also it's also going to be combined with another uh, issue. Uh, Voting rights issue that uh, is important, so it'll be a full spectrum uh issue on uh monday that the uh u s Senate will take up
0: so when you when you were w- walking with the nurses when they when they struck when they did when they went on strike i'm sorry um do you think it's worse than opening med right now? Do you think that the um, oh the people in the working in the hospitals? Do you think they're even more burdened than they were before? I I don't I think
1: the amount of burden has, has remained at a peak for a long long time, uh, and you know. I, when they hired scabs to break the strike. That really uh-huh. broke the morale in the in the hospital. That that had the uh had had an employee effect that was out, outrageous because people saw uh how much uh they were paying these strike breakers and, and saw the hospital as as being a strike breaker. So you know this has been a real coming back to that atmosphere And seeing some of the people that were actually working there during the strike and and being integrated into them doesn't help the morale at all. So, you know, for a long time, you know, I don't think it's been very good at Albany Med. But, you know, they're definitely burdened, burdened to the peak right now. And I I hope to see that uh, lessened. And I I think they're all heroes uh, myself. They've done a wonderful job keeping that hospital together. I salute the nurses of Albany Med.
0: So have you heard anything from the administration on how they're dealing with it?
1: No, just from uh, what, what comes over the news, um, you know, it's a, a, nothing comprehensive <laughs> from them. But just a, a couple of plans here and there, and you know. It would be nice to uh, that they'd give us a commitment on the personal protective equipment that uh, the nurses should be get should be getting, and I'd I'd like to see them make a statement. They're going to become, you know.
0: Okay, so um, you're in contact with nurses. Um, Have they have they talked to you about? burnout fatigue what's the overall feeling do you think
1: well it's the overall feeling is a burden and i i I haven't talked to talked to them recently but uh you know i think they're facing a situation of bad management at the hospital and that's kind of uh demoralizing but they're sticking together um the, uh, the ones that I've talked to are, are forming a union. It'll be a strong union. It'll be a strong contract. And uh, the employer is going to start to have to uh, abiding, abide by the contract. So, um, you know, the union has definitely has a say about COVID, but the employer is not sharing that say with, with them and the union and with the public. And that, that's what needs to be done. And Albany Med needs to allow its union to have a voice at work and share on the COVID and a big share on the COVID policy at Albany Med. So far, uh, I don't think there's any, been any labor management meetings over uh, the issue, but I might be wrong. I hope they're getting together.
0: Okay. So time is up, Doug. And uh, you Will you come back and focus on Albany To share your thoughts About what you know That's going on at Albany Med
1: Yeah, I'll, yeah I'm going to try and round up uh, A couple of nurses and hope they can show up So okay. you know, I'll do. I'll try and get the inside Because I'm definitely Not the inside
0: Okay so Doug We'll talk again Thank you You've okay. been listening to Doug Bullock Talking about um the health care system um Cynthia Pooler. this is focused on Albany. If you like this show, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. thanks Doug. Thank you everybody for listening. Have a great day.
1: Thank you, Cynthia.